Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Becoming Chiron, the key to healing and personal alchemy. With me, your hostess, Ursula Duffy. And as I said last time, last episode, today I'm going to focus on the Chiron return. This is one thing so far that I have not yet experienced myself. Everything that I've shared on these episodes up to this point has been through firsthand direct experience. The Chiron return will come for me in about nine years. So today I'm just going to share some information about Chiron in general. Again, we talked a lot about Chiron in the first couple of episodes. So I just want to share information about Chiron in general. I'm going to read a little bit from Chiron, The Rainbow Bridge Between the Inner and Outer Planets by Barbara Hancloud. That's one of the books that I've mentioned very early on. And just going to discuss the experience in general from what I've learned by witnessing it through other people going through Chiron returns and working with many clients who I help guide through their Chiron return or have met on the other side of their Chiron return. So that's what we're going to focus on today. And I think today's episode is pretty much going to be a wrap for, I guess, season one of this podcast, which is pretty exciting. I think the next series of episodes I really want to get into, and this is, again, has been very guided by spirit in general, but I want to really go into more of a I guess, teaching about Chiron at this point and really going through um, Barbara's book and talking about Chiron through the signs and Chiron through the houses. I think that that's really important information just in general to you know, the, the point of why I'm doing this show in the first place, but also to get a really good feel for your own Chiron placement and why you came in with that in this lifetime and your own personal healing journey, um, ultimately. So I'll start putting those episodes together. I'm a little, I'm a little late with this one. I'm kind of a week beyond what I normally do. I, uh, <clears throat> last, the whole last week was very, very, very involved in the last minute and final details of planning our last splash festival that we had on Saturday at the Absecon Lighthouse, which was a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful, just such a gift of a day in all of the ways that everything came together to the people that were there and the performances and just everyone really, really gave their, their hearts to the day on Saturday. So if you're listening, if you were there, if you were a part of it, I am so grateful. Mandy and I are both so grateful. So you got us healing arts in general. Thank you so much. And we are hoping that it's even bigger and better next year and then it really becomes like a an annual celebration and a citywide event so i am very excited that it went off off the way that it did and all of our hard work really paid off and just so grateful like i was smiling all day like my cheeks hurt from smiling and laughing so much so it was wonderful so thank you thank you thank you so today I pushed the button, it was about 11.56, I think, a.m. on today's Monday, September 19th. So as we do, we will do our little astro check, and then we'll get into some Chiron material. So we're, we are very close to our, our autumnal equinox here, uh, up here in Atlantic City, New Jersey, in the Northern Hemisphere. And that will be when the sun ingresses into the sign of Libra. 
And that will happen here, interestingly, on September 22nd, which is Wednesday at 9.04 p.m. And that's going to be different depending on where you live. But the interesting thing about this, Mercury is retrograde. We're right about the middle of the retrograde cycle. So we're right on the cusp of a, a new Mercury cycle. It'll be a fresh energy for the next few months, which will begin pretty much right at the ingress and the equinox. So the, the Sun and Mercury will be traveling together at zero degrees of Libra for several hours and parts of the day on the 22nd and in the early morning of the 23rd. So I think that's really interesting that that's happening concurrently. And the other thing that's really interesting that's going on with kind of all of the personal planets, Mercury, Venus, and Mars, is Mercury and Mars right now are closest that they get to us. And, and we'll be talking more, more about Mars because that retrograde is coming up and I have a lot of ideas percolating. And I've been attending webinars and getting myself prepared for it as well. So that's really interesting to me because it's concurrent with Venus being on the other side of the sun, farthest away from us that she gets. And she's now invisible. And this is what's considered her underworld journey. And it lasts for many months. So Venus is sort of doing her thing with the sun right now on the opposite side, while Mercury is kind of in the heart of the sun, starting a new cycle. And then with Mar the Mars retrograde coming up and peaking in early December, I feel like the next few months are going to be really interesting just because of everything that's going on in the world in general and just what the planets are doing, especially the personal planets. I th Those usually have the most direct effect on us because those are the ones that are, you know, in our, they're all, they're all in our bones, they're all in us, in our energies that we're born with. But the personal planets are the one that we, we see, we commune with, I think, more because they're just closer to us. Their energies are are always there. And that dialogue, I feel like, is a little bit easier because they're closer to us in general. So I'll be talking more about all of that. There is not too, too much happening. Otherwise, um, I hope that you all are having a productive Mercury retrograde. We ended up having to cancel our class due to lack of registrations. So I hope that we end up doing that again. And just a reminder, if you come across it and you're interested, please register earlier and sooner rather than later. So Mandy and I have time to prepare. The moon is currently waning through the sign of cancer. I usually do these episodes on the quarters. So we are past our third quarter square phase at this time. I believe that was on Saturday when the moon was going through Gemini. So we're getting into the dark phase of the moon right now with, you know, Mercury in the heart of the sun, Venus in the heart of the sun. If you're just feeling a little bit tired, lack of energy, or just wanting to slow down over the next week or so, I encourage you to do it if you can and when you have the time to. That's kind of the effect that we get with the this phase of the moon when the moon goes into invisibility and that balsamic phase. It's really a good time to just rest before that new cycle starts. I believe it'll be new on Sunday in Libra. So that will be a nice boost, I think, kind of on the other side of the equinox and Libra season beginning. We'll have that new moon right at the start of the season there. 
So that is our astro weather check. So let's get into some Chiron material. As I said in the first couple of episodes, Chiron is most commonly known as quote unquote, the wounded healer. In my understanding so far through this journey of my life, having, you know, learning astrology, having Chiron in the first house, Chiron, like I said, is so much more than that. And it's really to me and what I've learned and the way that I work with it, our, our path to self mastery to an extent and really, really, really becoming who we're meant to be in this lifetime at a soul level, breaking free of social conditionings and really becoming who we truly are and doing what we came here to do. So right now, Chiron is in the sign of Aries. Chiron and Uranus sort of changed signs right around the same time in 2018. So Chiron went into Aries from Pisces and Uranus went into Taurus from Aries. So Chiron has been in Aries since then. Chiron generally spends about seven years in each sign. So anyone that has Chiron and Aries at birth is right now beginning in the middle of or right on the other side of their Chiron return. And that's generally around the age of 50, 50 49, 50, 51, 52. And with the outer planets, as we talked about before, Chiron orbits between Saturn and Uranus. So because they move slower and they go retrograde frequently with returns or transits natal planets, you can have many, many, many passes. And what I mean by that is the planet's going quote unquote direct, and then it'll go retrograde, and then it'll go direct, just kind of drifts over like a few degrees of the zodiac during these time periods because it moves so slowly. So there's usually many chapters to these stories. I believe with Chiron, there could be up to five or more passes. So personally, Chiron's been opposing my son while it's been in Aries, and it's just sort of drifting back and forth, kind of going back and forth. And when I started this podcast back in April, it was directly opposite my son, I think for the first or second time. So these these are like little books of our lives, little chapters. And when the planet's going direct, something can come to our consciousness, and then it goes retrograde, and that's a little bit of a review period, and then it goes direct again. So if you have any planets in Aries, Chiron is giving them a healthy dose of Chiron medicine. That's what Chiron does. And if you were born with Chiron in Aries, you were born between 1968 and 1977. So if that speaks to you, if that's your birth time frame, then you are in it as far as your Chiron return goes. And one of the my, my, my most favorite quotes about returns and I've shared all the stories of mine up to this point, there's healing in the return. And especially when it comes to Chiron, because that speaks so much to our personal healing journey. So if you've been percolating in this energy, if it's your Chiron return, or if Chiron is giving any of your natal planets a healthy dose, whether it's by transit, direct transit, if it's in Aries, if you have anything in Libra, then Chiron's been opposing it. Anything in Cancer or Capricorn, then you're getting a square. And we've talked about squares. Oh, the squares. <laughs> so 
it's, it's an initiation, especially with Chiron, because Chiron teaches us to do the damn thing that we came here to do. And a lot of the time, if we're not on the path, then the experience, whether it's an illness or something that happens, whatever it is for you, it's an initiation and it's, it's there to get you on path. And I've shared my stories so far of my Saturn return, the Uranus opposition that I'm in. And these are the two big planetary transits that happened prior to the Chiron return. Saturn return, Uranus opposition, both very incredible opportunities to take responsibility for our soul's choices, our soul's lessons, what we came here to do. If on the other side of the Uranus opposition, you're still not honoring what your soul came here to do, then the Chiron return can be something heavy. I've seen this with people. It can be an illness. A lot of people choose to leave this earth plane around the age of 50. So it's a really important time to pay attention, especially if you're between the two right now. If you're born with Chiron and Aries and you're in your mid 40s to late 40s, I think that works out. 1977. Yeah. So you're on the other side of your Uranus opposition at this point. Think about your experiences of your Saturn return and your Uranus opposition and what was going on during those times and what the lessons were and what the choices were. And are you on path? Are you not on path? How can you get more on path before this Chiron return gets more and more intense? When Barbara talks about her book is organized really well. It has Chiron through the signs, Chiron through the houses, aspects. And we'll get into that material more starting with the next episode and the next season. But I just want to read a little bit about her take on Chiron and Aries, because I think it's really important to get a feel for the planet and the sign in general. It's going to be a very personal experience, depending on where it was when you were born. So I'll be more general next time in, in the next series of episodes. But she says, when Chiron is in Aries, the search for identity predominates. Who am I? Why am I here? What do they all want of me? That level of questioning becomes chirotic or a life and death issue. And until there is a satisfactory answer, the native is restless. But an answer will come with time because Chiron's natural form as a warrior initiate is very attuned to Mars. The atmosphere in general is very spirited and pioneering. And then this goes into parents as well because that's really important for your childhood, your upbringing, and how this shows up for you when it starts to happen around age 50. The parents of this generation were living through the Roaring Twenties and the Me generation of the 70s. These children will feel an urge to carry through the energies of their parents, and Chiron natally in Aries will offer them the means. So I find that very interesting, and I agree with Barbara especially when it comes to identity. When Chiron first ingressed into Aries, there was a lot of content that was being put out that I absolutely loved. And one of the, the I guess, paraphrases or phrases that was used for 
this time is healing our identities. And I feel like personally, what I've seen with clients and in general, because we all experience this personally and collectively, there has been a lot of healing our identities during this time, the last several years, especially. And then I think the other thing that is really coming through for me on this transit in particular is getting back in touch with our instincts and our life force. Think about what the sign of Aries means in general. It is the life, it's the beginning of the zodiac. It's the, the birth. It's that energy that animals and plants and we have to just continue to survive. It's, it's survival. Think about what's happening in the world right now. So this is great opportunity to harness ourselves and return to instinct and trusting our gut and our intuition and our animalistic nature to an extent and refilling our own cups and our and our own life force energy and how we bring that out into the world i think those are the main themes and those will continue forward as Chiron is only at 14 degrees of Aries right now. And we still have several years of Chiron and Aries. And if you are around age 50, what's coming up for you right now? Are those some of the themes? If your sun or moon is in Aries and Chiron's giving it a healthy dose, then I'm sure those things are coming up for you. It's really important to pay attention to the underlying themes personally that are happening during this time for you. So the other thing that I wanted to read, I've been reading from my Dark Moon Astrology deck. I just love these cards. I love the way that Susan writes and they're just, they're beautiful in their descriptions. They're just so complete in the guidance from the book. So I want to read a couple paragraphs from the Chiron card in her deck. And it's card number eight. And the phrase on the card is healing. And it's a beautiful image of, of Chiron on there. And these cards have a quote that relates to the energy of what's on the card and then there's a brief description so i'll get into just a little bit the, i'll read the brief description and then a couple other things that come along with the card so the quote which i find beautiful is the wound is the place where the light enters you and that's a quote by rumi and then the first couple sentences in the description from the book. Healing must take place before you are able to deal with your matter. Chiron is not a planet, but a comet with a unique orbit that travels through the entire zodiac over approximately 51 years. And then I'm just going to read the card in brief. And then I have another uh, passage I want to read too from my Solar Fire software. So I'll get that queued up too. So the card in brief a bridge between the tangible and intangible, 
shamanism, facing yourself, journeys, the higher mind, religious ideas, heeding the call, deep listening, being bold, a journey through darkness, spiritual growth after abandonment, a difficult or painful passage, deep inner healing, therapy, having to seek medical aid quickly and unexpectedly, medical tests, homeopathic medicine, chiropractors, issues with spine, bones, and also internal organs, the need to heal or be healed, a wounding of trust, accidents, falls, someone getting hurt, feeling the pain of others, healing or teaching others via your own pain, empathy, kindness, duty, responsibility, unnecessary worry, what you do as a routine, tedium, job changes in connection with self-healing, publishing in the areas of alternative health or traditional medicine, home remedies, or learning about health's benefits through the natural world, writing, being out in nature, the colors green and brown, survival. And she has in here corresponding tarot cards. And for this one, it's the Hanged Man. If you know anything about the tarot, that's one of the major arcana cards. I highly recommend reading about that. One of my favorite resources for tarot and the meanings of the cards is Biddy, Biddy Tarot. That's B-I-D-D-Y Tarot. Her website is fantastic. And then she has here key ideas for the Chiron card. Healing, process, contemplation, medicine, illness, grief, redemption. So that in and of itself is fantastic and a great resource. And then the other thing I wanted to read is from my Solar Fire software. And this talks about, um, it gives brief descriptions for every planet or um, asteroid, whatever in the chart. So for a Chiron, the description is, this is an ice body now called a quote unquote centaur, half asteroid and half comet which orbits between Saturn and Uranus. It is named Kyrian, the wise teacher centaur of Greek mythology. Chiron symbolizes that which may be damaged and in need of healing and the process of self-discovery and wisdom, getting that accompany such learning and healing journeys. It promotes a heroic vision and the urge to be the best possible. And in these causes, as well as the broader cause of healing and self-regeneration, engenders a resilience, maverick energy, brave and daring. Chiron bestows the ability to transcend circumstances and get out of one's complacent comfort zone into a new and liberating understanding maturity, and confidence. So do you see how that just builds on the Uranian energy so, so much? 
we have these returns. We have the Saturn return, then we have the Uranus opposition, and those two have very distinct and flavors, and I've talked about those in the last two episodes. And then we have the Chiron return, and it's a culmination of the flavor of both of those experiences. And I always sign off the show, be a maverick, because that is the true energy of Chiron. I believe that the wounded healer should be changed to the maverick <laughs> in our vocabulary and the way that we talk about the energy of Chiron in general. So I've worked with mostly people with born with Chiron and Pisces and Chiron and Aries. And those experiences are very different. We're talking about the end of the Zodiac with Pisces and tra tra transcendence and transformation energy. And there's a lot of spiritual healing that I've found to be in the experience with people that were born with Chiron and Pisces. And now we're on this Chiron and Aries journey. <laughs> and it really is very much about pioneering and leading and remembering who we are and why we came here. I have somebody in my life that I'm, you know, very intimately <laughs> going through kind of watching the beginnings of the Chiron return. Um, this person was born with Chiron and at 20 degrees of Aries. So this is percolating. This is getting more and more intense and building. It has over the last few years. And it's really awesome to witness kind of firsthand because like I said, I haven't gone through this yet myself. So being a spectator, I guess, for that person and then also getting just intimately in it with people that I work with as clients. It's it's fantastic. And Chiron really is. My astrology teacher used to call Chiron an inconvenient teacher. And I find that to be very true. Just, you know, with my own Chiron in the first house placement, but then also witnessing this and watching this through my own lens, but then also experiencing it with people that I dearly care with and love and then with clients as well. So I can get a pretty good idea at this point when my Chiron return is going to be like, but I'm still so in this Uranus opposition that it's just, who really knows? Like, I haven't really had my direct Uranus opposition yet. So I can speculate. I can do my best like I am <laughs> with my Uranus opposition to make sure that by the time I get to my Chiron return that I am on path and on it and that it will be just me being more of a maverick than anything else that can come up like a health problem or something like that you know but if that happens I chose it and that's my path and I honor it because it is my first house after all so who knows but I think that's all for today as uh like I said I can't speak to this directly just yet but if you're going through your Chiron return, if you're around the age of 50, if you have not yet had an astrology reading or know your chart, I highly recommend seeing what house this is happening in for you, what it's aspecting as far as your other natal planets. If you're having a direct transit, that's really important and that's going to flavor the experience in a whole different way. So 
I would love to work with you. If you feel called to work with me to go through your Chiron return, I can help guide you. And like I, I've said in every show, all of my services are available on SeaGoddessHealingArts.com. If you want to share anything with me, I am at UrsaAlchemy at gmail.com. And I'll put all of that in the show notes. And then as far as anything upcoming that I want to share at this time, I'm sharing or I'm teaching aromatherapy. I'm holding my first uh, aromatherapy workshop series starting next Tuesday, the 27th at Island Therapy in Summers Point. And I'm very excited about that. I am, I've been wanting to teach aromatherapy for a really long time. So we're doing a three-part introductory series called The Beauty and Basics of Aromatherapy. And registration for that is available on the Island Therapy website. I'll put a link for that as well in the show notes. So I think there's only three spots left. So if you want to join me, register for that. And otherwise, I'm just kind of on the other side of all this, the festival planning and everything. And I'm really happy to get back into my daily groove. And I will have a wonderful time preparing for the next series of episodes and just kind of getting more and revisiting Barbara's material and becoming my own expert and master in, in Chiron. So that is it for today. I will be back again with you. I hope probably sooner rather than later, now that I'm kind of back in my, in my groove here. So join me for the class if you'd like. And if not, uh, you can always subscribe, support the show. I um, There's a link on the page and I'll put that link in the show notes as well. If you're able to donate to support the show, I would greatly appreciate it. That would help me keep this going. And if you want to reach out, all my information will be on there. I would love to hear from you, especially if you're going through your Chiron return. And... Thank you for listening and joining me today and happy equinox and Libra season. And we will be back together again soon. As always, remember to be a maverick. Thank you. Bye.